When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Watching what has unfolded and is unfolding in Florida. Honest question. Is that enough to deter you from ever moving there? Because it's one of the hottest destinations. It has been in the past and still is for people to relocate to, specifically to get to a warmer climate and retire. I know a lot of people actually um, from this area and like from my hometown area who have recently moved to Florida. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it is definitely happening and it's on that list of the most popular destinations where people are relocating to. Right. Yeah. It's on that because that's, a, that's an interesting conversation. We'll get to more on that in just a sec. But I, I, I've been to Florida briefly, not for like an extended stay. I don't know if I was going to pick one spot that was warm for retirement or whatever. I don't know if that would be at the top of my list. Yeah, I've been to Florida a handful of times, different parts. I've been to Orlando. I've been to Destin. Um, Hurricanes or not, Florida would not be my ideal retirement destination. I I would say I don't know if hurricanes would be enough because I I would locate to somewhere in Florida further inland where you wouldn't be as... Uh, susceptible to all of what's happening like mm-hmm. on the coastal regions. Like I have a, a good friend of mine that I served with my entire enlistment, four years in the Marine Corps, who was just like five miles north of Fort Myers mm-hmm. and about five miles in. And I had actually got a message from him last, you know, it was, uh, it was Tuesday night. And then he updated, sent me a message quick on Wednesday morning yesterday and then I haven't heard from him since (laughs) and I was like I was like dude you're right in you're gonna gonna get slammed well we used to work with someone um he was a a vendor of ours when we did radio he was our voice guy and he was right in the path and he had updated quite frequently on social media and then nothing you know and they're I'm sure preserving cell phone battery and, and all of those things where they're not just like live streaming the hurricane um, as it's happening, but I, now I was, you know how much I like to watch this. I, I was, do. I was literally at the, the gym yesterday and you didn't. I, I, yes, I did. I changed the TVs, <laughs> one of them in front of the treadmill. Cause I, I get on the treadmill for a little bit just to warm up before I do anything else. And I, I did, I, I popped the news on and I was watching hurricane coverage while I was warming up. Did you up. pop the news on or the weather channel? It was not the weather channel. Oh. It was, it, all the major networks were all over it. I think, sure. I think I was on ABC because I was there early and it was still Good Morning America. And I did. And I, I sat there and I walked longer than I normally do. 
and then I left it on. So as I you know, uh-huh. Uh-huh. cruised around the front, I could kind of check in on it because it was incredible. And I'm sure a lot of people saw this, but there was footage yesterday uh, as it came ashore of one of these uh, emergency like mobile trailers where I don't know what it was there for, probably for relief, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it was floating through the streets oh, of geez. Fort Myers and the, the storm surge at that point, I don't know what it officially got to, but they have to do uh, listening to the guys that with FEMA and all that, they said there will actually be forensics done when it's all mm-hmm. clean, when they start to clean up and they get when they can actually get in there to look at how high the surge was. Yep. But they knew at that point that it was in well in excess of 12 feet. So that tells you, I mean, that's two of me stacked on top of each other in the middle of a street. That's huge. Yeah. Right. So I watched this like mobile home go drifting by. (laughs) Even the guys that were running the camera were like, I can't believe we're seeing this. This is insane. And it was just floating down. I was like, so you, so I mean, cars and, you know, all of that stuff were completely submerged and they were just floating around like bobbers and pieces of. Oh, geez. So it was just crazy, right? To watch this. And I was like, that's why I'm all, always fascinated, because as far as we've come with technology mm-hmm. and evolution, you can't stop something like that. Well, you can't stop Mother Nature. It was just nature, insane. Period. I mean, it came ashore with 155 mile an hour winds. Jeez. That is bonkers. Right. So. But anyways, I was I, I, I began to think about that. I'm like, because there's all of these people. And I love it when they interview the like the. uh the, the people that are like have been born and raised there, like one woman said, here's what you do. You take all your patio furniture and you throw it in your pool, right? And it sinks to the bottom and then you don't have to worry about losing it. So sure, they that's, have all, that's genius. Yeah, they have all these tricks, right? And they were like, we, we, we do this like all. hurricane yeah, hacks. We've done all this. All, we've done this for years. So throw everything in the pool and then when once it passes, a couple days, we'll get the family out there, but again, we'll pull it all out. Huh. And I was like, that's brilliant. Right. Honestly. Unbelievable. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise it could be like, you know, with the wind and everything it could sure. be anywhere. Right. But they have like hacks and they've learned to deal with it. So, I mean, I wonder if, you know, if we fall into the sensationalism that the news shows us not to say they're not dangerous and deadly and they are completely devastating, but some of them Floridians are just like, well, you know, yeah, it sucks, but we'll deal with it. It yeah, was amazing. I wonder what like, um, Gosh, I can't think of the word. If if you've been around it your whole life, not that you get immune to it. Acclimated. But you, yeah, you just, yeah, you, you just, I don't know. Better know how to handle it. I, I don't, don't know. know. But it, it's, it is really interesting because there's some people that got out of Dodge, right? They're like, they're, ter- and I would, that would have been me. I'd have been like, I'm out of here. I am not going to wait around and find out if I'm going to be, because after watching what happened in Katrina, what, 20 years ago? Yeah. Or how long was that? It wasn't 20 years ago, was it? Uh, almost. Is it? I don't know. Well, we all remember that in yeah. New Orleans, right? Yeah. When we, what would happen in Katrina, I was like, that was terrifying to watch because mm-hmm. there was people just, oh, it they, was awful. and they couldn't do anything. It was awful. They could do nothing to help those people. And we were watched well over a thousand. And at the time I remember them ordering like 10,000 body bags. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that does terrify me. And I, and I think that might be one of the contributing factors, but having st- all of that said, I, I think that the humid tropical environment would be what I would not like. I like warm weather, but I like drier stuff, and I'm, I would rather head to Southwest United States. Yeah, I, 
I prefer dry. Like humidity doesn't kill. Like some people can't handle humidity. But what about the bugs and snakes and yeah, alligators? Yeah, that's just it's it's too too tropical. It's well, it's it's like primitive, right? It's yeah, just it's like too swampy. Yeah, that's, that's it. The word. Florida is it's just too swampy. It has me. all of those like creatures. Yeah, right? I. Uh, like I know people that live down there and they're like, oh, well, we put this big uh, net over our pool so that alligators can't get in. Right. I'm like, well, that would be a hard pass even with the net. Yeah. No, thank you. No, no, no. I, yeah, and then I just, you know, I, the way that we wade in our ponds and lakes and all of the other things here, well, I just wouldn't, no. wouldn't want to have to think about it if it's something that was going to come out and eat me. No. Nope, because it happens. Me. It's not for me. It does happen. I, uh, I prefer the desert. I prefer dry heat. I know there are critters in the desert. I'm aware, but for some reason, the, they feel they feel more comfortable. This is this is all part of this climate conversation that people are having. And we were, you and I had this discussion the other day because a lot of people that are gravitating. I mean, in droves, they are gravitating towards warmer climates. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what people do. I don't know why the heck we live. <laughs> Minnesota. I was at the gym having a conversation with a good friend of mine just yesterday about that. And we we're like, him and his wife had that same conversation. Yeah. They were like, why are we here? Yeah, as we're wrapped in blankets doing the podcast. Be- because it's fall now. And here it's comes not even October. Here comes the long winter that we deal with every year. But due to the fact that all these people from the United States in the U.S. anyways, are gravitating towards these warmer climates, it's creating problems with uh uh, infrastructure as far as like power grids yeah. with air conditioning water. and water and all of this. And they say that in 10 or 15 years from now, you're going to start to see that become a real problem. And people will then want to gravitate back up here where we don't have those issues. And all of these places or a lot of these places where people are migrating to or relocating are seeing significant increases in the number of very hot days, which I believe is anything over 90 or 95 degrees. So they're seeing a huge increase in population, a huge increase in very hot days, and their infrastructure is not supporting it. Number one (laughs) is one of the cities we love, Las Vegas, Nevada. Las Vegas, Nevada has like 180% Increase in population. They they have uh, an influx of a lot of people coming in from Southern California due to the expense Mm. of living there now. And then people like you and I that have visited Summerlin and some of the, uh, who are regulars down there, we know about the suburbs and I have friends that live there, good friends. And I've, I've thought, you know, I mean, not right in down on the strip. That's, That's what people think. If you're not familiar with Las Vegas, it has beautiful suburbs, especially if you get uh, like in Summerlin in that area. There, it's it's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful city, and the the landscape is beautiful, and there's the great hiking yeah. and state parks, and it's just a great area. Yes, the Strip is a huge tourist destination. Sure, and if you're into food and entertainment, it would all be right there. Right, but um. That's not the reason that a lot of no. people are moving to. No, Las you're Vegas. not going to move. I mean, unless you're some kind of a, a like a young rich celebrity or athlete, yeah. and you can afford a, a one of the penthouses. Like a penthouse. And I still wouldn't live down no. there. No, I mean I wouldn't. I mean I love Las Vegas. I love the Strip. I love everything that goes with it. I love the shopping, the entertainment, and the food. But man, you, you get out into the suburbs. There's a lot of gems that you, are kind of undiscovered for people mm-hmm. who don't. Uh, aren't, aren't regularly down. Right. There, they're just right? great cities yeah, or, right. or, or great small communities. Um, I, 
was there anywhere in Arizona or New Mexico on that list of uh I think places I th- was Phoenix on that list. I think so. I think Phoenix was on that list as well. Cause I know a lot of people, Scottsdale was, was the thing for a hot minute. And then I don't know Scottsdale's what cool. It is. It is. It is. But it's, it, it changes so much. And I'm, 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 you know, I'm still shocked at how many people aren't buying in to climate change. Now I'm not, I don't want to get into an argument about what's causing it because it doesn't matter, but it's happening, right? Mm-hmm. It is happening. And the earth has been through it before, right? Yes. The earth has evolved for whatever reasons we weren't around. We've gone through all kinds of different phases where at one point here where we sit right in Minnesota, it has it has led the life of being under a thousand feet of ice. Yep. And at the same time, at one point it was a jungle, yep. right? All of that. So the earth, for whatever reasons, changes, right? Mm-hmm. So, and we are going through one of those transitional periods now and they and it's happening rapidly. And I do believe that we as a population are contributing to are that. Are the virus. <laughs> well, but it is going to, I think, eventually out of necessity, and I'm talking about like power grids, water supplies, yeah. things like that. I think people will gravitate back towards where we currently are here in the Great Lakes region. And that's, I'm not the only one who thinks that. There's a lot of guys in the science business that believe that. So I have a list of the um, fastest growing cities in the United States. And Las Vegas is number one. For sure. And it has seen a 181% population increase. Wow. Uh, Austin, Texas is number two, very close behind Las Vegas. And you hear a lot of buzz about Austin. It's one of those hip places. I just talked to somebody who was there and they were like, if you haven't been to Austin, you have to go. You'll love it. Yeah, I've heard that. I've not not visited. Uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. I've heard that. Bend, Oregon. Boise, Idaho. I think even a place in Montana, is it? Bozeman, Montana. Fayetteville, Arkansas. You know, Arkansas doesn't show up on lists like this a lot. No, you no. know, like when I think Arkansas, that yeah. does not know Fort Myers. Sure. McAllen, Texas. Um, I actually saw some pictures of McAllen, Texas, and it's cute. Right. Um, and then Prescott, Arizona is number 10 on the list. So yeah. those are the fastest growing cities in the United States. So they're all um, south or um, coast. De- well, Besides Bozeman. Well, Montana specifically, I will, I will, to, to put things in perspective with Bozeman, Montana, because of the relatively low population in its inception and recently yeah. even within the past couple of decades, it doesn't take a lot to accelerate that number. True. So it's not like there's droves of people. It doesn't take a ton to drive that that percentage up. So that's... When, you, when you're thinking along those lines and you're thinking Bozeman, well, it's beautiful. And it's become that area out there, Jackson Hole mm-hmm. and all of them. Those are huge yeah. for celebrities. Yeah, right. And like that Lake Tahoe area is becoming really trendy. Salt sure. Lake City, all of those. Um, I don't know if they're newly popular or trendy, but they you're seeing a lot of activity in those areas as far as um, celebrities and travel. So does any of what we've been talking about, the the climate issues in that are happening with the earth and they're going to continue to develop, yeah. would you let that dictate your, your, your choice where you would possibly 
make a home? Um, potentially. Yeah. I would uh, consider it. I list, think listening to scientists talk about like the, the grid power, yeah. power grids and water supply and stuff like that. It has made me hesitate. It, yeah. Kind yeah. of. I, I, I've started to think about it because I mean, I, not to say that I wouldn't buy a or, or have like a retirement, like a condominium or an apartment or something like that where you could escape the cold, but it makes you think about the upper Midwest and where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like mother nature's gift. And it, and, <laughs> right? it, and it makes me think about, um, you know, what will property be worth here? Yeah. It makes it does make you want, you know, like, yeah. okay, we've got a pretty good, pretty good spot here. And as much as I would like to have some place warm to go, it does make me hesitate on like, we're packing up and leaving. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, yeah, region, and it's not just like the city, it's a regional thing. Yeah. The whole Southwest is going to experience that this is going to become a big issue. But I need mountains. Well, we, well, you know what? There's lots of places. There are lots of places you can go. Yeah. So if you can find me a place with mountains that will have water supply and electricity. And you have to understand, too, that not every winter is as harsh as what we experience here dead center in the middle of North America. True. True. I mean, I lived for two years in New England with, I mean, Connecticut, New Hampshire, that area. And I can tell you what they thought was a bad winter day was being from Minnesota you know, I was like, this is nothing. I mean, it was like they would get an inch or two of snow and they'd shut everything down and then it would get down into the teens and they'd be like, oh God, it's cold. And, and we're like, like, that's a warm winter day. of 42 below zero will last through the rest right. of the week. It's just, yeah, it's, it's like days of that on end. We, uh, I mean, we get ridiculously cold here and a lot of people who have never lived anyplace else don't understand that, mm-hmm. that this isn't. That, that's why there's not a ton of people that look to Minnesota and be like, that's where I'm going to go live. Because they get a taste of that. And it's like, wow, that's that's a different kind of cold. And do you wonder, you know, what could our winters be like? Like I was having this conversation with my grandparents when I was back in Iowa last weekend. And my grandpa was saying that over his decades of farming, he, he's seen change. And it's oh, not like, sure. oh, well, you hear this from people like it still gets cold here. Yes. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. But, um, he, you know, he was talking about just the change in the soil and the change in what grows well and, and just noticing over decades of working with the land that it's changing. It, yeah. And it, it's noticeable. I, to give you an idea where we live in Minnesota, it's from, to the point where I grew up Voyagers national park, which is near the Canadian border. You're looking at close to 400 miles and the climate difference is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, it's just the winters up there are like something you would see in a, in a Stephen King movie. It's the worst. I mean, it, well, I brought you up there when my dad died. Yes. I'm not kidding. That weekend. It was January. It was 50, not, not 50 below wind chill. It was 50 below zero. Yes. Nobody's vehicles would start. We couldn't literally go anywhere. You couldn't. There wasn't a. It enough, was awful. It was ridiculously. It was absolutely bad. awful. So, and then down here, I I've always liked the longer, later lasting falls, and then the earlier spring. I mean, because it it's a 
substantial amount. I mean, upwards of three to four weeks, yeah. right? So, but they say that that is going to continue to push north. Yes. Right? So things will begin to change. And you, I would say over the course of my lifetime, I have even noticed a difference. I'm sure I, if I stopped and I mean, thought a half, about it. half a century. I'm sure I have too. You just have to really. It's it's gradual. Right. Or it's been gradual. I think it's speeding up or, or happening. It, it's accelerating. There's no doubt about accelerating, it. Accelerating. Yes. Yeah. There, there, there is no Thank doubt. You. There is no doubt about it. it, it it's a thing. And again, people will fight about what's causing it, whatever. I'm just saying you can't deny that it's actually taking place, right? It is. So I'm just wondering if how many people will let that, you know, you know, be, be one of the uh, determining factors as to where they want to live. A year ago, I would have said no. A year ago, I would have said. Are, I, are you seeing enough science now? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely makes me hesitate. Like I, a year ago would have packed up and moved to a Las Vegas suburb without even blinking. And now I definitely would hesitate. I think it's different if you are going to maintain the spot that you have and yes. then have two of them. Cause that way you just dump one off. Right. 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 If, if it yeah. gets uninhabitable. Right. Right. <laughs> But maybe, you know, again, with science and, and, and evolution, maybe they're going to figure the water situation mm-hmm. and the power grids and things like that out. There's a very good chance they may, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, they're looking at sending a man to Mars. I think we can figure out air conditioning. I would I would like to think so. I would, I would like to believe so, right. Uh, having said that, I mean, again, we are thinking about the people in Florida that I still have not heard from some of the people I know in that Fort Myers area. I can't imagine... How, how long they're going to be without power. Mm-hmm. I know that there were, and it was, it was awesome to hear the FEMA director get up and talk about Minnesota and the, uh, the power line workers and stuff that every time something like this happened, he mentioned Minnesota specifically, how these guys get in their trucks, the big, you know, yep, 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 and they head down there and they're going to be, they're going to be busy guys. But they're they're one of the first crews in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was cool to hear that's him talk really about cool. that. Cause I remember in Galveston, and then Houston, when that, God, that was a few years ago now. Again, I had a lot of friends down in that area when that, which hurricane was it just stalled and they had that. Was in, it Harvey? It might have been something like that. Harry, Harvey, something. Yeah. But they had that incredible flooding. And it just was all, really it bad. It was insane. Yeah. But yeah. So, Look for uh, the helpers. That's well, what Mr. Rogers said. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I know. I know. It's a great quote. We're, uh, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Freaking loved Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rob, well, I think a lot of people he did. He's great. He's a fantastic. Well, I mean, a truly nice guy. Yes, right? he's so great. But he he said when when bad things happen, look for the helpers. There you go. Uh, on that note, we are looking. We are thinking about the uh, the people in Florida. And I know that a lot of people. I know personally know a lot of people right in that area, and I know that a lot of others do as well. So we're thinking about them. Uh, having said that. It's already Thursday. Look it's at already this. Thursday. I worked from home two days this week, so I'm like, I have no idea what day it is. So tomorrow's the last day of September. How does that blow your hair back? <sighs> That's bananas. Isn't that crazy? I can't wait until I can say Thanksgiving is next month. Literally. <laughs> I'm going to put the Christmas tree up next month. Or I get Halloween. to say that next week. Halloween is this month. I know. Bonkers. Right. It is bonkers. Uh, so with that being said, <clears throat> make sure your furnace works. Yes. <laughs> Again, <laughs> we haven't turned ours on yet, but I've wanted to. I'm telling you, if you've not made that call yet, I would get the jump on everybody else. Don't wait. 
You know, that preventative maintenance can do a lot. And uh, we've got the, the people to call. That would be Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Ryan Electric. We've got a link on our website. Go to georgeandjess.com. Holly will most likely be the one to answer the phone. And uh, they are a great locally owned company. Again, over 100 years here. And uh, the reason that they're as popular as they are is because people like them and trust them. Trust is a big thing. And they've earned it. So Ryan Plumbing and Heating, again, it is on our website georgeandjess.com. Just click the link. I have to ask you, you've been at JP Fitness uh, a few times this week. Have you gotten a sneak peek at their performance number for next week's lip sync battle? No, I've only, I've only, I've only seen what John has posted. Okay. And he had that little teaser clip. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so I have not, but you've got that coming up as well. You're going to actually be some kind of an MC. I right? am the uh, team blue captain, the ringside announcer for the team blue teams. And JP is one of my teams. Oh, that's so, good. So you're um, on the same team. It is a lip sync battle and they have choreography. They've got a whole thing and I'm dying to see their performance. They're, and they're serious about it. Yes. They've, they've been using their meetings, their weekly meetings to, to, to rehearse. Right. I love it so much. And, and, uh, it's, and it's a fundraiser for a great cause. So I had to ask if you had seen any like behind the scenes info. Well, they have a uh, another studio. JP Fitness has one on the other side of town, which is very convenient for people who live over there. And I think that's where they've been kind of doing the secret practice. I love that for them. I'm, I'm telling you, by the way, in the month of October coming up, I, I shouldn't even. Well, they're going to have a heck of a deal. Okay. You, you've heard me talk about how personal training. And I mean, and it's not like when I say personal training, legit, like one on one, a plan made just for you. They have trainers that you can. And again, these are guys that you hire to actually work with you as an individual. And I've worked with Brett now for, well, it's approaching six months. And I, everybody asks me, how did you get rid of that hard to lose weight around your waist? And that's where guys have a lot of the Mm -hmm. problems, right? It was it was definitely the weight training and some of the other stuff that he had me working on with my core. So I'm telling you, it was the game changer. And having one of those guys guide you, or girls, by the way, yeah. guide you through the whole venture as you get a, in, into a healthier you, that's the key for me. It was for me anyways, and they're going to have a deal for you coming up starting here in October. So be watching for that. Again, we have a link for them as well. On our website, go to georgeandjess.com. Just click it, bring you right to their page. On that note, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning as we have the final day of September in front of us. What? And then October 1st is coming up Saturday. That's crazy.